frustrating when you don't play your best. Would any of you guys retire and have options to keep playing? I don't think you really know until you get out. It's getting harder and harder to stay healthy. I would like him to retire when he will still be able to get down on the floor and play with our kids comfortably. with the Chiefs now. We'll have brothers squaring off against each other in the Super Bowl. It's incredible. Ali had a better shot at hitting the lottery. And just like Mom, she comes bearing gifts. Have fun today, boys. I thought Chelsea was at the end of his career. This guy's the best center in the league. That's your dad. At every meaningful part of my life, I've had people there to reaffirm me, whether it's my parents, whether it's my family members, or this whole city. They've been there. Want to hold her? Let's have good ball security. Oh, hey, girly. How we doing? Huh? Just like a football. There you go. This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. We're about to go on a little adventure together, and that adventure is going to span 17 years of music. How does that sound? Welcome to the acoustic set. Episode 62 of Comic Book Movie Guy, the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to this discussion. Today's discussion is about the Kelsey documentary. But it's not just the Kelsey documentary. I thought, why not do a twofer? Why not do a twofer and just absolutely go in, go all in, and do the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift effect? That is essentially what this episode is going to be. The Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift effect. But the star of the Kelsey documentary is not Travis. I mean, in a way, it's Travis, because the two of them together become a star in, in, in itself. The brothers in itself is a star. That was one of the best sports documentary films that I have watched in recent memory where I left that thing having a ton of respect for Jason Kelsey and a, just as much respect for Travis Kelsey. I've always liked Travis Kelsey because he's the guy you see. He's the guy who, before the whole Taylor Swift 
um, relationship had started, he was the guy that was starting to pick up with the Chiefs. Like, he is one of the best tight ends at his position for the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's literally a superstar right now. Travis is on top of the world. He's probably going to marry Taylor Swift. And I knew that I couldn't do a podcast about the Kelsey documentary without talking about my viewing of Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour. My several viewings of Taylor Swift and The Eras Tour. This girl, this woman, this girl, Taylor Swift is a woman. She's a whole woman. And she is, she is, I've, I've grown to understand with the Swifties, with my wife. We sit there and we watch the Eras tour and she sort of tells me, she says, she says, you know, it's in her songwriting. That's the, that's the masterpiece. That's, that's the mastermind, you know, it's in her songwriting. And so I sort of, you know, she's so mainstream at times. And a lot of the stuff that I do hear is mainstream. But you sort of dive into the Evermores and the folklores. And I mean, all you Swifties out there, I'm sure that uh, these are all ringing a bell for you. Um, if you're not a Swifty, there is some, there's some value in listening to her music. Absolutely. Um, there's certainly things in her music that... Um, that I can relate to and there's the way that she writes it is is nothing short of beautiful it, it really is it's uh, a language that she understands and watching a few of her documentaries over the years I believe the Netflix Miss Americana one um, that's the one where we sort of see her vision for uh, Lover the album Lover and I have special ties to the album Lover because we had those two, uh, we had two songs from Taylor Swift's Lover. Um, or, yeah, we had Wildest Dreams and Taylor Swift's Lover at the wedding. And uh, at our wedding. And um, those, to me, have been my favorite songs from her. Uh, just recently, I've gotten into the 10-minute version of all too well. My mind is blown, by the way. Like, I knew that Taylor Swift had ex-boyfriends. I knew that she had, um, you know, many different celebrity boyfriends over the course of however long we've known her. Um, but when you get into the writing, and I sort of, when I sit there with my wife, she, she sort of explains some of the lore behind a song like All Too Well. And I always heard that it was about Jake Gyllenhaal. But then when you, when you watch... And that's 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 a, a short film created and directed uh, solely by Taylor Swift, but when and that's 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 precisely why as well I wanted to talk about her on my podcast too. Is I think this woman is going to be like a director one day, not just of like a short film to tie to her music. Or a music video, because she does have an eye for that stuff too. I think she has a significant eye um, in film, and it's it shows in her in her um, 
music video for, or her short film, I should say, for All Too Well. And that stars Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink, uh, one from Sadie Sink's from Stranger Things, the little redhead there, and Dylan O'Brien from a whole bunch of stuff. Deep Water Horizon, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of American, I think it's like American Assassin or something, yeah, with Michael Keaton in him. Yeah, he's a good actor, man. Dylan O'Brien, I always thought he was going to be Spider-Man. I really did. At one point in my life, I thought he would be a really good Spider-Man. I think it was right around when Andrew Garfield got um, cast in The Amazing Spider-Man. But I, like, no doubt in my mind, Dylan O'Brien would have been good at that. Um, But he's, he plays this guy in All Too Well, the, the, the short film. And he resembles Gyllenhaal at that time. And it's just interesting to see the way that Swift gives us the point of view of her relationship or her depiction of that relationship at that time. Like you sort of go through it with her and the way that she sort of weaves it to, to change Sadie Sink into her uh, at the end of the, of the film, it, it, it really, it's a, it's a great little piece of artwork um, and, you know, I was, I was blown away. Um, I was blown away by the eras to her. Like, it is just amazing to sit there and watch an artist in such a short period of time, it feels. Because, like, let's be honest, like, 2000 and, what, 2008, 2009, maybe, you start hearing about Taylor Swift on the country side of things. And then she slowly bleeds into mainstream pop and gets you know, on her reputation phase where she's all, you know, she takes the criticism and throws it back in the face of those who wronged her or of those who talked poorly of her, you know, and I just, I love that, that concept for reputation. I thought that's one of my favorite albums that she does too, is reputation. Cause it is, it's, it's, it's a banger and it gets, a, it gets you going and you listen to that stuff. And it's like, if you wronged me, Listen, I'm just going to do my thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not even close. Maybe I'm not even close on the Taylor Swift thing. I just, that's the message I get from it, I suppose. My wife would laugh at me. It's true. She she gets a kick out of me because obviously I'm a big fan of uh, music of any kind. And Taylor Swift, like her and I, Randy and I, we've we've just been on a Taylor Swift kick We've been listening to a lot of her. Um, she's been kind of present in our lives. I mean, she's been present in a lot of lives. Like, seriously, Super Bowl was uh, last weekend. Um, and Travis Kelsey once again took home the Super Bowl, which is, uh, or took home the Super Bowl, took home the, I believe it's the President's Trophy. Is that what it's called in uh, football? I don't know much about the NFL, but I do know that when I was watching that game, it was fun because my wife was watching that game and I'm sure many households experienced this where you're sitting there watching a football game, something that I don't normally watch, but I'm sure in a lot of households, many uh, people watch. But I'm sitting there with my wife and my wife's enjoying it too because every once in a while, oh, boom, you get a, you get a shot of Taylor Swift and Blake Lively and whoever else was up there, Ice Spice, uh, <laughs> 
it was just Lana Del Rey was up there with her. Like it was just a powerhouse of a box. Um, and it's, it's so good for the NFL. I mean, my wife told me something the other day about, and this is a little off track and this could be completely, I have no idea. I haven't researched this. I just believe what she tells me sometimes. And that's, that's the beauty of marriage, I suppose. Um, she tells me that Justin Bieber could potentially get an NHL contract. Is that a thing? And if it isn't, like, that's fine. But either way, what I'm trying to get at is, like, the story, okay, the story my wife told me is that Bieber was impressive at the All-Star game to a lot of people. He could easily play a third or fourth line role on a hockey team is what the rumor is, essentially. But moving past the rumor, what I'm trying to say is Justin Bieber is good for the sport of NHL, of hockey. He is a brand face. That's the kind of marketing I hoped for that guy when I saw him get super famous. You know, and he, he went, Justin Bieber went through his, his, his big... Um, depression phase and we were all there for it and we had to you know in endure what it felt what felt like this really hard time for this guy and a lot of times too you know he was just this like smug shitty teenager and and weren't we all you know but at every corner and I reference this back to Taylor Swift because at every corner Taylor Swift has always taken adversity and used it in her corner, whether that's a breakup or whether that's being talked about in the media, whether it's being too skinny or not skinny enough, you know, like she's, she literally battles with like body dysmorphia. Like a lot of celebrities do, I'm sure it's like a big thing, man. And like, it's only mainstream because we make it mainstream is how I feel. And when I look at the artist of Taylor Swift as a whole, I am just impressed I'm impressed with the adaptability over time. I've always been impressed with the fact that she started out in country and it wasn't just a transfer over to pop. It was more, I'm going to take over and make a bunch of very, very good albums. And she's done that. I mean, banger after banger. There, What award show was it this year that uh, we were watching? Uh, it was the Grammys. It was the Grammys this year and Taylor announced another new album and you can literally see like Ed Sheeran and Olivia Rodrigo and all these like up and coming or different up and coming stars or like stars who haven't been around for a while trying to drop new stuff perhaps and their faces just look like you know you could depict that they are sick of her just being so successful and never stopping never putting the foot on the brake just gas Taylor Swift straight gas you know, here's a thing that I'm going to tie to the comic book movie side of this podcast. And I talked about Deadpool and Wolverine the other day, but I think Taylor Swift could potentially have a cameo as whatever the hell that character is. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to get it right. It's like Stargirl or something. Not Stargirl. That's from a different DC show. But anyways, it's like Stardust maybe. Is that what it is? It could be Stardust. Anyways, yeah, she's she's going to be, I think we're going to get a Taylor Swift cameo. She's good friends with um, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Blake Lively. And those people are good for the sporting world too. 
like I just think of all that Ryan Reynolds does for um, like soccer as well. You know, like he owns different parts of different teams or whatever team it is that he takes part in. He's good, man. He's Ryan Reynolds is he there's very few names that I think of. And I think of people who are probably just on top of the world. And it's not just because of one sort of tailor made thing that they're good at. It's like they've built sort of empires with the money that they've done from movies or from music. And I just really respect couples like that. I mean, Jay-Z and Beyonce are one of them. Um, I really respect how when Jay-Z accepts an award at the Grammys and stuff, he's just like super humble and he speaks his mind, tells people that they don't deserve to be in the category sometimes. Like I like that speech, you know, and Blue Ivy's on stage and Blue Ivy is is becoming um, an artist herself. Like, I mean, she's, according to Jay-Z, she's won more Grammys than half the people at that place. So, I mean, there's a little bit of boasting there with Jay-Z and Beyonce. And there's always, they, you know, they've always kind of had their nose up in, in some sense. Um, and there's going to be those power couples like that, too. I think of uh, uh, Victoria Beckham and David Beckham. That's a great show on Netflix. If you haven't watched the uh, Beckham Netflix documentary, holy smokes, is that ever good? Was he ever good, too? Holy smokes, was he good. And it sort of embodies what people experienced. It's like watching, like we have Connor McDavid here in Edmonton, and you know, anytime he, he touches the puck, it's just like you're excited because he could just do something wild. He could be so fast and make such a crazy move and... We just have no idea what he's going to do next. And yeah, there's there's guys who are overhyped all the time and celebrities who are overhyped. Brad, Brad Jelena, like that's a throwback, you know, like that's one that went completely sour. There's And it makes me think like how long if, you know, like is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, is that going to be a forever thing? Like are, are they the next Jay-Z and Beyonce? Are they the next... Um, who else is a mass John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Like that's a power couple. There's so many power couples uh, that I just respect and I don't know them as people. Obviously none of us do, but you just sort of like the way that they carry themselves. That's the way I would describe it. And Taylor Swift is just all fun right now. She's just living her best life, slaying the whole world. And it's, it's incredible to, to witness. It's, it's incredible to, sort of talk about to, to be honest like when I watched the Eras tour I wasn't I wasn't disappointed with her live performance I was impressed by her ability um, with her dance moves and sort of the costumes and the way it was all laid out but overall I'm impressed with the aesthetic that she creates through the eras of time and that is what really solidifies the Eras Tour as one of the best live concert movies that you could watch these days. Like, it just is. Um, everything has a purpose. Everything that she does on stage has a purpose. Every note, every uh, movement, every sort of, like, background dancer, every, you know, and it feels like such a collective environment or, like, such a group uh, team effort, if you will. And you know, on social media, there's a lot of negativity all the time. You see nothing but negativity 
on social media. But that's not true because you see Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and their relationship and you see Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively making fun of each other here and there. And those are the things that keep me coming back to social media. I like the banter between Ryan Reynolds and his wife. I respect that they openly accept their celebrities and that this is what they do for a living. I like listening to when Ben Affleck talks about celebrity. When he talks about celebrity, it makes me feel as though if I were a celebrity, I would feel the same way as Ben Affleck. And everybody is different. Everybody is different. People have different anxieties, different triggers, different who knows what. Can you imagine being followed around all the time and like just always, always, always looking over your shoulder in a way. It would feel like you're followed. It would feel like a stalker. And uh, we watched that Love Stalker whatever on Netflix last night and holy man, is that such a wild story about the love triangle and um, yeah, it goes right to the end. You're guessing who's the killer and where this woman is and who's the actual um, who's the actual like predator here and stuff like oh man that's a that's a that's a sidetrack right there but that's man oh man was that one a good watch uh, really stumped me last night um, but back to the back to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and this is the point in the podcast that I'm gonna I'm going to just sort of bid Taylor adieu and uh, move on to uh, the Kelsey documentary on Prime Video. Now, this is another one that was recommended to me uh, by my wife. Like, she was on a roll. She's like, I watched the Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey documentary. I think you would really like it. Okay, I'll give it a shot. So this weekend I turned it on and I was just like, you're mesmerized and you're pumped up by how much Jason Kelsey embodies the city that he plays for. That's what he does. And that's what they preach. And he's a family man, and he's just a good guy, and you can see him battling the mental battle that is injuries at age 35 in the NFL, playing center like how he does. He's the one who snaps the football. It's just him and his wife, they have a baby on the way, they have two daughters and they're whatever they're two and four it looks like or two and three maybe um so it's it's a very young family and you just from start to finish the way that philadelphia and the culture surrounding the eagles is just so cool and they're all so into it and i mean that's anywhere in the states is it not for the nfl like it just is like it's crazy over there right they do the tailgates they do the whatever college football's even crazier my dad says like I, i've never really been a football guy but i do like to tune in from time to time and when i do tune in i have a good time and it's usually at the super bowl i mean just to just to say too that 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 the super bowl this year was certainly one of the only Super Bowls that I've sat through in its entirety and watched the halftime show. And that had a lot to do with the couple, with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, like I said. And when we are introduced to Jason in 
I mean, if you're not a fan, the, the best part about the Kelsey documentary is this. It's that if you're not invested in the NFL and you don't quite understand the ins and outs of the NFL, it is a start to finish. Watch this guy and live with this guy and in his in what could be his final season and he ends up going to the Super Bowl and playing against his brother and just the story of how they were both underdogs you know and Jason primarily massive massive underdog like the amounts of things that you would have to do to get noticed just to get to where just to get to a place where you would get noticed by then the NFL is just it's it's hard to it's hard to describe in words how cool it is to watch this guy's career and his experience and just listen to his story and him and his brother Travis um they have a podcast as some of you may know and it's called New Heights. I believe it's called New Heights. And uh yeah, when I listen to snippets and portions uh throughout this documentary, they have portions of that podcast in in the documentary and I I just I love the way that they talk to each other. I love that there's this respect, this it's a demeanor. It's 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 it doesn't have to even be said in a way, you know. It's just a respect thing. And then you hear, you know, of the sacrifice that the parents made in the sense that they weren't in love anymore, but instead of divorcing uh at any point in time, they stuck it out to sort of get the boys through football and get them through college and things like this. And it is just cool. Like Donna Kelsey, Mama, I think they call her Mama Donna Kelsey or whatever, Mama Donna. Um, she's she's incredible. It's incredible to see what kindness and a little bit of respect does. It goes a long way. And the fact that Travis Kelsey like comments on a podcast, on his podcast with his brother, about the friendship bracelet that he wants to give Taylor Swift with his number on it, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, they're dating. And it's fun. And it's cool to follow. I've enjoyed watching and following the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift um era if you will but when I watch Jason Kelsey and I watch what he went through just to get into the NFL and then what he goes through in that final season to sort of get to the Super Bowl one last time and it's against his brother that's super emotional watching them and I mean if you've played sports at any point in your life and you know the stakes of a big game and how the emotions really can get to you and they sort of like have you on the edge right away that's how you feel in the moment when those two brothers come together at center field um, before, or sorry, after the Super Bowl. And ultimately, Travis and the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, as, as we know. And uh, Jason, just the way that he accepts that defeat, that loss, and we follow him right through into the hotel room afterwards with his family, and just the way that he sort of takes it all on and uh, it's 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 cool, man. It made me it made me want to be two things. It made me want to be a Philadelphia Eagle, and it made me want 
to be a really good dad someday because that's what Jason Kelsey seems like. And Travis to be the, the ultimate uncle and uh, Taylor Swift to be the ultimate aunt. Now, this has been a curious episode of Comic Book Movie Guy, the podcast. I mean, I, I knew I couldn't get away with doing the Kelsey thing without touching on Swift. I just could, and that's that's the excuse I'm going by. Nobody, nobody come at me about doing a Taylor Swift episode because you know what? I liked having Taylor Swift in my show, and uh, Taylor Swift is not going anywhere. This woman is going to be very powerful for a long time, and it's just cool. It's cool to witness it all, to witness such a uh, a high celebrity. She's she's our era of celebrity that we will always grow up with uh, similar to some of the names I mentioned earlier celebrity is good for the NFL and celebrity is good for the NHL and celebrities maybe not so good for the NBA anyways this has been a really fun episode go watch the Kelsey documentary you will not be disappointed even if you don't like sports it's a good family story and it's just cool to see how two brothers made it and they didn't just make it by goodwill and it wasn't just easy and you know they they were faced with a lot of adversity in different times in their lives and it's cool to hear how Jason meets his wife and how that whole tinder date goes and stuff it's hilarious it's funny it made me laugh it made me cry it made me smile um go watch the Kelsey documentary and then after that double feature Taylor Swift the Eras tour this has been episode 62 of Comic Book Movie Guy, the podcast. I thank you guys for listening to this one. I will chat with you guys in the very near future. Take care. Come.